a playlist original. What's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I'm so glad you're here, and happy Sunday. I'm usually recording this midweek, but your girl (laughs) procrastinated, so happy Sunday. It is a lazy Sunday for me. I am eating cold pizza. I have my house coat on, or robe. I feel like house coat is so, like, dowdy. Like, I have to call it robe. I don't know why, why I think I should make it, try to make it sexy. It's it's a house coat, but, but I have my Olaplex hair mask in. I just turned on my diffuser. So minus the cold pizza, I'm living my um, TikTok clean girl aesthetic. But I want to set you up for a very, very fun episode today with Chelsea and Donnie from I Am The Cute One. We had such a good time, lots of laughs. You'll definitely hear that in this episode. Before we get to it, let's talk about what's going on on Patreon. This week's episode is Kardashian Pets, Where Are They Now? with Emily Rose from It's Become a Whole Thing, who recently did a little bit of a rebrand of her podcast. She is doing a rewatch podcast, and she's covered so far Pretty Wild, Jersey Shore, and A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, which is really the trifecta of 2000s television. So I've been like eating those episodes up. But we have this weird fascination (laughs) with all the Kardashian pets. And I said this to the patrons uh, earlier this week, but it has been so fun researching this. Like it's actually so fucking funny. Like I'll be reading an article and I'll just be like, Bella, Chihuahua, fate unknown (laughs) like if you don't think of like the dark side I don't know it's just such a funny piece of journalism and I love that part of my job is going on celebritypets.com and just put in in hours I said this I feel like years ago when I was doing a lot of solo episodes but it's like I wish I studied for university like I studied for this goddamn podcast because if you quizzed me right now on the Kardashian pets I could name all all of their names when they were born their fates their claim to fame and when they were last seen on social media um but if you asked me any psychology (laughs) psychology theory uh you might be s-o-l the next week, I have Leah Russo from the Ashley and Jessica cast on, and we are talking about actresses and reality TV stars who tried to foray into music but epically failed, and we're going to talk about why we think their careers didn't take off, like their music careers didn't take off, you know, if they tried again, what the music was like, who worked with them, all of that fun stuff, so I can't wait for that episode. If you want to hear the Kardashian Pets episode or Leah and I talk about Layden Meester and Cobra Starships, Good Girl Gone Bad, Good Girls Gone Bad for like, I'm hoping a very long time, you can join us over at Patreon at patreon.com slash RTBP podcast. And I'd like to shout out Megan S. Thank you so much for being a patron the last couple months. I appreciate your support. And from the bottom of my heart, Mil Gracias and Molly, who is part of our Ready to Be Pricey tier. 
So she joins us once a month for this month in Petty, where we talk a bunch of shit. And actually last week, it was just Molly and I that showed up. And she's like, can I ask you a few questions? I'm like, girl, lay it on me. So Molly, thank you so much for being a part of the community. I love when you share pictures of your dogs to our Discord. I love that you update us about your life. And I feel like you're adding so much to our book club. So thank you so much for being a patron of our TBP. Okay, friends, that's it from me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here's my conversation with Chelsea and Donnie. I'm back with two very special guests, Chelsea and Donnie from I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast. Chelsea and Donnie, how are you? Great. How are you? Good. I'm so excited to chat with you both. Me too. I have a lot to get off my chest, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited when you invited us on because I feel like pettiness is my first language it's my my maiden tongue so i am just ready to be here i feel like i've been training for this yeah we say it on our show all the time but shit talking is our love language Mm. so like when we have nothing bad to say about you it's still going to be shit talking so when i do (laughs) when i do have a few negative things to say it's even better yeah that's so funny i saw like a viral tiktok that's going around that's like how to stop someone Uh, Like when they approach you with gossip and I'm like, who's doing that? (laughs) Yeah. How do I request more of it, actually? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like if if you want to shit talk, I'm I'm there. But yeah, it's going viral for, I don't know, all the wrong reasons. Uh. (laughs) So can you tell the listeners a little bit about the podcast that you both host? Sure. Yeah. So it originally started as a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, well, <laughs> we uh, there's not really much to say about Mary Kate and Ashley's mystery series. So where do we go from here? Well, because not only were we not covering Mary Kate and Ashley's like movies, there was no passport to Paris. It was like they're your invited series yes. from when they were nine years old. And it doesn't help that there are like actually a lot of Mary Kate and Ashley podcasts where like the hosts know their yeah. shit. They like know all the ins and outs. It's like a true crime documentary. Almost, yeah. And Donnie and I literally could not tell the twins apart. So we're like, you know what? Maybe this isn't our journey. <laughs> yeah. You know, we were like, the one in the pink shirt this week did this. And- <laughs> So, yeah, so we switched our, we took our little detective coats off and we started covering movies from the late 90s and early 2000s instead. And when I say covering movies from those times, like we do watch them and talk about watching them, but really we just mm-hmm. talk about ourselves and what we were doing in the late 90s and <laughs> early 2000s. favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's favorite topic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, because everyone who grew up in the 90s and early 2000s knows that I am the cute one like, lower, I right. guess, or I don't know, infamy. <laughs> I don't know. So mm-hmm. that's amazing. What is with... I think, like, of course, like, COVID had a big, like, part to play in this. But, like, nostalgia just has such a, like, chokehold on everybody. Like, what what do you think drives people to, to seek out, like, yeah, like, old favorite movies? I think, like you said, I think COVID is a big part of it because it's just, like, a comfort there where you don't need to worry about making new products or making new Mm. material because people already have this attachment to it. But I also think nostalgia 
was always important to like every generation. Like I grew up watching Scooby-Doo and like the Jetsons and all these things that my parents watched as kids and like young adults. And then they forced me to watch it. And then there were little reboots in the eighties or whatever from things from the sixties. But I think the bigger the internet gets, the easier it is to mass produce these things. So like now that the internet's obviously the biggest it's ever been, it's easier to do nostalgia from we were kids because there is people like doing it on TikTok or streaming services. A show doesn't need to be good anymore to last because there's like (laughs) 75 channels now. Yeah, and I do think it's true that every generation has like a really strong connection to where they came from because I even noticed like the weird generational gatekeeping that takes place on Instagram. And here I go being petty right (laughs) off the top. (laughs) Give it to us. Like my, the thing I will never understand, and it does really make me laugh, is like I'll post like a tweet. Like recently a tweet of mine got posted by like a bigger account that was, I just said like, I love millennial weddings because we start out with like a super heartfelt, meaningful ceremony. And the night ends by us all yelling, ah, skeet, skeet in front of grandma. Like, and I just thought that was like a silly, funny tweet, perhaps based on a true story or two. And like the whole comment section was Jen Xers being like, we grinded to that song first. We did it first. You don't ever have anything original. I'm like, cool. You were cringy before we were cringy. Yeah. Got it. Love, yeah. love that journey. Yeah, that's so true about this, the generational gatekeeping, like, uh, even just with fashion trends, it mm. just, it's so funny because it's like, yeah, we thought straight legged jeans were out of style, just like how you think skinny jeans are out of style and then it'll swap soon. <laughs> like- yeah. And I saw, I don't know if it was a TikTok or if I, it's probably a TikTok. I was going to say I read an article, <laughs> but let's be real. I saw a TikTok that said if you were around when something was in style the first time that you should not wear it when it comes back. Like you already had your mm. chance. Now you're too old for it. But I don't give a fuck. If if triple popped <laughs> collars come back with puka shell necklaces, <laughs> I'll be wearing them in a New York minute. And that's America and Ashley Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to mention those fucking puka uh, I still have them. Oh, yeah. I bought them for yeah. a costume party once. And then yeah. they just never disappeared. They're still there. Yeah. I love that. Oh, my God. And, like, I even remember when there was, like, the ones that were, like, kind of jagged. And then the smooth ones came Mm, in. And then you're like, I have to have the smooth ones. (laughs) Like, I can't be caught dead wearing the jagged ones. Like, what? (laughs) Like, it's it's so, I don't know, Uh. so weird. But, yeah, I'll I'll be right there with you. Please. (laughs) What has been your favorite, like, movie to cover or, like, has there been something that's like been surprising that you've really like enjoyed? Good well, question. I, yeah, I literally grew up under a rock. I don't know what happened to me because like I was in a TV family and for some reason, probably my like raging ADHD, I just never watched any movies growing up. Mm-hmm. So I am watching a lot of these movies for the very first time. And so it's always funny when I catch one for the first time that like everyone is obsessed with and it is because of the nostalgia factor and Mm -hmm. then coming in with fresh eyes in 2023, the one that comes to mind, and I know this is the reverse of the question you asked, but the worst movie we've covered is Never Been Kissed. Mm. Oh, Like that was the first time I had seen that movie. And 
that teacher needs to be in jail. <laughs> like yeah. there is an entire, like every plot has to do with like hooking up with an underage person. Mm-hmm. The brother in that movie, like his whole like redemption arc is that he really wanted to sleep with the 16 year old, <laughs> but had the courage not to. Like it is <laughs> wild how that movie aged like blockbuster. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's such a good point. What about you, Donnie? I'm the opposite. And like 99% of the movies we cover are my choice because I love them so much. And I'm like, okay, Chelsea, it's time for you to watch this. Um, And then that 1% (laughs) of movies that I haven't seen are movies that Chelsea grew up with. And then I quickly find out there's a reason I've never seen them. Like like almost famous. I know it's a fan Mm -hmm. favorite, but I fucking hated it. And mm-hmm. don't you love that she asked us our favorite movie and we both immediately started talking shit? I think it's the atmosphere. We feel so welcome funny. here. However, it's so funny. also, like, it's so easy to talk about movies that you love. Like, Mean Girls yeah. is fun. Teaching Mrs. Mm-hmm. Tingle, that old classic. Of you know? course, a classic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I will say, I saw Romy and Michelle for the first time, and I, that's like, probably my favorite movie of all time yeah oh yeah that's a classic yeah i feel like that's Mm -hmm. a classic yeah but i i get that though you're like why did i love this as a kid like this or like this is so bad and on our patreon we started covering glee and i'm really enjoying rewatching that (laughs) (laughs) i thought i'd never have an excuse to rewatch that in my entire life and now Mm -hmm. that i do it's like when my sister my sister's 12 years younger than me so when i was like 16 she was four so i was like oh yeah guys i'm going to the miley cyrus concert because of her i have to take my little yeah, but you then, really <laughs> so now i just use... then you like put on your blonde wig <laughs> so yeah. now i use the patreon as that excuse i have to watch glee again everybody yeah <laughs> yeah and glee is having such a renaissance era it is yeah, yeah. All, all it took was mm. leah michelle to threaten to shit in wigs and <laughs> yeah. god here we are <laughs> Yeah, that is, it's the first time I'm watching Glee, and I feel like Donnie is Jigsaw, the man from Saw, <laughs> yeah. and I am, like, three episodes away from, like, sawing my own leg off. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. I've never rewatched that show, yeah. but I just, I feel like I kind of am on TikTok, and um, it's like I blacked out half the storylines in my brain. Like, I just... Yeah, can't believe that was a show I used to like. Literally, it was like appointment TV on Wednesday night. Yeah. In your defense, though, there's very little plot. So you're not really yeah, forgetting that, much. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. There is like 10 characters. They just rotate through the same <laughs> kind of storyline. Uh-huh. So. That's fair. Okay, let's get into today's episode. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's like alleged breakup, Kendall Jenner's Photoshop fail, and then uh, we're going to have Donnie share or nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and Chelsea share her This Week in Petty. So let's get into it. The Super Bowl halftime show you were both on pins and needles waiting for this, right? <laughs> I was. I truly was. And yeah. Like, we've been waiting six years for this. So I feel mm-hmm. like no matter what, she should, she could have been shot out of a cannon, gave birth to the baby, caught it, <laughs> and then they both did a choreographed dance. And, like, people would still find something wrong with it just because we've waited so long from... Rihanna so nothing Mm -hmm. she delivered I think would have like pleased everyone Mm -hmm. I 
I think the Super Bowl halftime show is so iconic. Like, not hers, just in general. I think mm-hmm. Super Bowl halftime performances are so iconic. Like, Diana Ross was escorted out in a helicopter, and that was the early 90s. So, like, it only gets crazier from there. So, I know that those platforms were, like, a big deal, but I did want more. Mm, interesting. <laughs> what about you, Chelsea? So, first of all, Donnie said that the baby and Rihanna doing a choreographed <laughs> dance. And all I can imagine is that little dancing. <laughs> Allie 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 imagine. That's like, what I thought of. Yeah. Rude, boy, boy. <laughs> no, I was so excited because, and I've told this story over on our show, but I danced so hard to Rude Boy on my 21st birthday that my, the back of my dress, the button snapped <laughs> and I flashed an entire yeah. bar. So like Rihanna mm. is a core part of me. Mm. She made me the woman I am today. I liked it and I think I had the opposite of I've been waiting so long mm. that she literally could have gotten up there and like laid down and I would have been like bravo Same. I've never <laughs> anyone nap like that amazing yeah. I also the pregnant side of it mm. I have been pregnant two times I go full oompa loompa <laughs> mm-hmm. when I'm pregnant I have strangers touching my belly and saying like any day now when I'm like four <laughs> fucking months pregnant like I could barely get out of bed when I was pregnant without like the assistance of several adults on staff. Not really my husband just pushing me out of bed, but so like, I can't fathom the fact that she did a whole set pregnant, like regardless. So for me, like, I know there's criticism of like, if she couldn't have done everything, she shouldn't have done it. But for me, I'm like, this is actually America that she's working pregnant doing her (laughs) thing. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's such a good point. Yeah, I definitely thought that it was very Rihanna. And, like, I also agree with Donnie that it's, like, it's, like, I gravitate to performances like Katy Perry riding in Mm -hmm. on the, like, Lady Gaga jumping down from the side, like, the the, and doing, like, 500 costume changes. (laughs) Those are the ones that I'm, like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. But I... I think it was because we had waited for so long for anything from Rihanna in the music space. Mm-hmm. And then the pregnancy announcement, I just, it was so good. It was mesmerizing. I, I really enjoyed it. If I had one note for her, I would have suggested like a belly graze with the hands. It started like with fully one, confirm. but it was very quick. It like it almost so looked quick. like she had a fly on her stomach. She had to dress that <laughs> off before she began. Because I rewatched it again today and there is a very quick one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It should have been a little more poignant because like we as a society have gotten to the point where it's like unless a woman is crowning, we're yeah, not, no, we're not to saying say shit to her. So yeah. like it was just so funny to see Twitter in real time being like like tiptoeing around of like, this is great. But is anyone seeing what I'm seeing? No judgment, just saying. But I also think, and this is a side note, her teasing, because of course then like we put all the puzzle pieces Mm -hmm. together and her being like, there's going to be a special guest joining me. That to me is like the same energy as that guy at your office who's like, see you next year before you both leave for Christmas. Like like big like dad joke energy. Like, okay, I get it. But like, 
maybe don't tease a big guest. I, I understand it's special, yes. you know, a baby, but no. Right, because then because we waited six years, now we are hyping up this big, like, I thought we were going to get, uh-huh, uh-huh, and, <laughs> and would walk out, but nothing, just a fucking baby. And yes. I will say, and this is just very personal, but my two favorite Rihanna songs are Birthday Cake and um, S&M, and she, like, yeah. teased them. They were very little snippets and didn't go anywhere with it like it was yeah. like come every no that's rude boy it was like yeah cake cake cake, cake. and then i was like okay okay and it didn't go anywhere yeah i know i was hoping for we did get only girl in the world which was mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs but then uh you're the one is what i really wanted to yeah. hear to be honest but yeah but that is a good point i would have liked a jay-z uh yeah. feature for like umbrella or something Self, like that yeah. but ti would have been nice live your life oh yeah <laughs> hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or you know just kanye <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> it was so funny though because we were all joking i was at like a super bowl party and everyone was joking like is like someone gonna like pull off like the toque or the uh, hood or whatever that they were wearing and like reveal themselves as being like some type of yeah feature that we don't want to see but thought that didn't happen yeah my best friend was like it's Eminem's definitely gonna be there right yeah and I was like their song is about domestic abuse I don't think so yeah like imagine that being featured at the halftime show I mean, it would kind of be fitting for the end. That's, That's what we were saying, but and I... it is my favorite song in karaoke. However, oh no, I yeah, do both they would. Five. Oh no. <laughs> But they would put a kibosh on that. Remember when they were trying to put a kibosh on the cages for Shakira and oh, J-Lo's yeah. show? Like, they would have never had anything with, like, any type of, like, political message. No. I was really surprised that they let her say, bitch, better have my money. I know. Started with it, even. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so good, though. Uh, what did you think about the Fenty, like, product placement? <laughs> Because I was let down a little bit, I thought it was cheap and a waste of my time. I was like, this time that she's putting on her makeup and handing it to a backup dancer could have been Jay-Z's entrance. <laughs> One more time for those of you who missed it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just three seconds. That's all we needed. <laughs> I can't figure out what you sound like. It's like a cartoon character <laughs> or something. No, I, I think it's yeah. that's, the, that's the answer you're like. I'm going to text oh, you baby, tonight I'm... and I'll be like, it's uh-huh. this person. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Everyone, like every storyline is like the Fenty searches went up like 800% oh and my stuff God. like that. Yeah, which was like, yes, it I guess it worked. Like, I don't know what that like translates into sales, but like, I guess everyone was looking up what that product was. But um, mm. I will say one of my colleagues was wearing the Fenty like it was like a shimmery highlighter the other day. And like that sold me more than than this. It looked really, yeah. really good. So <laughs> but I'm excited for more. Well, we got the Vogue photo shoot, but I'm excited for more mm. Rihanna pregnant. Yes. Content. The Vogue photo mm-hmm. shoot is iconic. Yeah, it's really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I feel like I need to spend more time looking at it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's really beautiful. MGK and Megan Fox, were you both rooting for this <laughs> couple? We <laughs> <laughs> have my favorite celebrity couple, actually. No, just yeah, kidding. Imagine. Right. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't tell by the spit tape. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I was not. No, I wasn't. I love Megan Fox. Like she truly is top tier. When she was filming um Ninja Turtles in Times Square, I ran I didn't even ask permission. I ran out of my job and went, went to where they were filming. I was like, Megan, Megan, like crying behind a barricade as she was. Oh, just no. standing under an umbrella from the sun. And then I went back to work and my boss was like, where were you? I was like, Megan Fox is out. <laughs> and then <laughs> they understood I didn't get in trouble. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> yeah, I love Megan Fox hands down. He, I was introduced to him because of Megan Fox. Like once he came into her life, he came into my life um, like a stepchild. Mm. But then, <laughs> mm. then I did hear a couple of his songs and I was like, oh, I don't hate his music. I just don't need them together. They're very Angelina Jolie and what's his face? Yeah, Billy Bob. Like drinking Bob blood Dorden. and stuff. I didn't mm. need that. I love love. So I'm always like, weirdly sad when celebrity couples break up just because like I'm like oh that sucks <laughs> but I will say they always gave me like the same energy as like the most popular couple in oh high school my God, yes so it doesn't surprise me that this is the way they're handling this supposed breakup mm. because they're acting exactly like the most <laughs> popular couple in high school like we're all supposed to stop our lives and watch the show because like they're in turmoil. Right. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's a really good point because we don't even know if they're broken up, but there is just some like hint. So Sunday morning, and I was literally recording a podcast and the person I was recording with goes, just wait, stop. And we're like, recording and she's like Megan deleted all of the photos of MGK again like yeah, the most popular yeah on her in Instagram and people obviously went wild she posted lemonade lyrics on a carousel of photos you can taste the dishonesty mm -hmm. it's all over your breath and then um fans were commenting maybe because like it I obviously is alleging cheating um fans wrote maybe mgk hooked up with sophie who is mgk's guitarist and megan responded maybe i hooked up with sophie <laughs> which is like so funny but i didn't know so funny. that i don't know that there was like rumors like this and then she unfollowed everybody but followed eminem who's the aforementioned Eminem, uh -huh. MGK's nemesis, Timothy Chalamet, and Harry Styles. And then she just deleted Classic. her whole profile. I kind of, I mean, I've always loved her. I love Jennifer's body. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I do really love her. And this makes me love her more because this is some, like, crazy bitch behavior and game-recognized game because <laughs> yeah. I... I've done the same thing, not following Eminem specifically, <laughs> but you know, I just, I love that she like literally posted the 2023 equivalent of like an AIM away message. She yes. literally found a way to post song lyrics. Yes. Like, I love yes. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. I just have like, it is a very uh, uh, millennial thing just to have like an innate uh. urge to post song lyrics every once in a while i miss it so much i used to have a crush on my college roommate and i would write passive aggressive things about him and then like he would just turn his back because our backs were yeah. <laughs> to yeah. each other at our computers he was like what's this about i was like don't worry it was <laughs> my my away message was just like it must be nice dot 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 as i have the notebook playing on the only tv in the room <laughs> 
<laughs> like, don't worry about it. So he looks over funny. and there's just like mascara streaks <laughs> down your cheeks as you're staring at him. That's so funny. <laughs> I will say I do wish she had chosen different lemonade lyrics because like you can taste the dishonesty it's all over your breath i don't really want to imagine machine gun kelly's mm, breath yeah. you know i don't want to think about what his that oral is hygiene like. neither do i like no. yeah what's At that all? lyric about a billion dollars in the elevator she should have posted that yeah something else <laughs> that makes more sense i love that she wasn't following anyone before like her and beyonce had zero right people they followed and then she decided no i'm gonna follow three people and they're gonna be harry styles timothy chalamet and eminem so okay so eminem is mgk's nemesis right Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles, just other skinny white boys. Like, I don't. I guess. Maybe she's like, I have a type. I'm moving on. (laughs) Like, disheveled, skinny white guys. (laughs) I would love to hear the details of a Timothy Chalamet. Mega, uh, machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> like I would want to know what are what would they fight about? Honestly, you know? honestly, or Megan sliding into his DMs. Yeah. Like that's just so interesting. To me. It would just be a lot of blowing hair out of their own eyes. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dumois, which you know, take it for what it is, said uh, it's just a fight. They aren't broken up. And then yesterday, February 15th, Megan was seen crying, leaving a marriage counseling office with MGK. So they're still like together, but we we don't know about their relationship status. Does he have an album mm. coming out or something? Like oh. I always want to put on my tinfoil hat when stuff like this goes down because I just feel like it's so perfectly orchestrated. Like it's so theatrical and it just seems like... They've been getting consistent attention, but this is like now it's all anybody's talking about. Yeah. And so I always am like, what is coming down the pipe? Like, what are we about to promote? Yeah, that's such a good point, because even with Courtney and Travis Barker, mm. I was thinking the same thing because he posted like a picture with his dog and it was just like just the two of us or, or like, <laughs> I don't know, like the two of us till the end or something like that. And everyone's like going wild that he broke up with Courtney and they're, they're obviously still together, yeah. but both of them like had such a heyday in 2022, but I don't know. It's been kind of quiet on the Western front in 2023. They haven't been touching tongues publicly in quite <laughs> in some a time. Long I'm time. Yeah. The four of them should go on a double date. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you're right though. They've kind of, with your relationship, when it's the primary thing that's like you know the the focal point of interest for the public, you have to keep it keep it spicy, I guess. Keep keep everyone hooked. <laughs> um, before we move on, I will say there are rumors that he is abusive, and like that's been kind of seen, uh, like at least emotional and like some manipulation in some of their interviews together. And in one of the pictures of the mm-hmm. carousel, she was standing in front of a domestic violence hot, like hotline organization poster. So I will say if they're still together or if they're not wishing her all the best. And yeah. Yeah. I know we, we joke about it, but we, we truly do want what's best for her. Yeah. So hope yeah. she's well. God, that would put the whole like engagement ring mm. thing in a whole new light. Cause remember like it was like, full of thorns yeah. or something so if she took it off which she did in this potential breakup she took off the right. ring and i'm like oh god and it's gonna like Jesus. cut you so that 
Jesus, sorry to bring it down, <laughs> no, but like that no. just came to my mind because it was like such a weird thing. But it was like an okay, they were doing more yeah. like blood oath, yeah, like of activity, yeah. But that would make it like super, it's dark. super dark. So yeah, wishing her the best. Mm. Um, I don't know too much about him, but always rooting for her. <laughs> Me too. You know I am. Yeah, and for Jennifer's yes. body too. Yes, yes. <laughs> she. I feel like she's so down. So yeah. Yeah, I would love to see that. Okay, let's move on to a lighter topic. Uh, Kendall Jenner, uh, she posted a big carousel as well on Instagram. And one picture was her in a bikini. She was like squatting down and her hand looked huge. Uh, So everyone was like, okay, this is like a sign of Photoshop when they when you have like, you know, like a not a distended, but like an extended hand or elbow Mm -hmm. or knee or whatever. So everyone was posting and commenting like your hand, your hand, your hands. So I don't know. I just feel like the, the Kardashians, they do this all the time. So I'm like, is it purposeful at this point? Yeah. It's very boy who cried wolf. Like at this point, I don't Mm. know what they, I think what we see is what they want us to see because even if it is Photoshopped, we're all still talking about it. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. Like me. Like yeah. I. Yeah. I was like. I'm putting this on the outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was like there was nothing about that photo. Like if I took that photo, and obviously I don't look like <laughs> Kendall Jenner, but I nothing about like the squatting or the angle would make me be like, ooh, this is grid worthy. Let me get it on the grid. Like she looked like the alien from yeah. Signs. Yes. Like she was like caught like yes. on camera yes. lurking in that alleyway. And I just, it is, it is at this point, I do think that they are such a well-oiled machine that I'm like, what are they covering yeah. up? Like, why do they want us talking about mm. this Photoshopped hand? Like, what are we not paying attention yeah. to right now? Because Chris Jenner was like, quick, quick, Kenny, post that photo we talked about. <laughs> I don't even know if it's that though. I just think like on a slow news day, we're still talking about something. Like, and it, mm. this is nothing about the Kardashians. I'm going to go on a tangent really quick. On Entertainment Weekly, a last week randomly they posted an article about the view and said like whoopi was sucking on a tootsie pop today and i was like why is this news why is that making I guess, news? and then i looked and like every and yet yeah, here every we single are day they post about the view so i guess that day they didn't like get in any political fights or like whatever so they had a <laughs> they had to post about whoopi sucking on a tootsie pop so i think this <laughs> is the tootsie pop equivalent like there are no mm. big kanye moments that day or there are no big Courtney and Travis whatever fights that day so let's Tristan hasn't (laughs) fucked anybody in like 72 hours so let's post Kendall's elongated hand yeah that's so true like we just have to continue to talk about them and people are starting to talk more about outrage bait but like it's these small little things that like in two weeks, we probably won't remember the hand, but you're right. It keeps them relevant in the, just the quick media cycle that we have nowadays. Was it you that posted, like someone posted a video from one of Kendall's friends. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So then yesterday, Hailey Bieber was on a live. I, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram and Kendall was with her. 
And she was like demonstrating how her hand looks long. And then so everyone's like, no, okay, you're right. Like, so it wasn't photoshopped. And then, of course, there's like a subset of the people that are like, no, they also photoshopped this video. <laughs> like, like, it's still fake. And like, they're doubling down on like the controversy. Someone needs to go to that house and get out the tape measure (laughs) and like we really need to nail down the length of these hands but if Kendall is listening I know you're a big fan (laughs) of this podcast Kenny thank you for supporting her but um may I just suggest grabbing a Pepsi (laughs) it seems to solve everything I think this problem could go away you know or we need one of those have you seen those TikTok people that like find people's heights or like the height of things they can take the the Pepsi image yes. and find the oh. height of her hand. hand. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe mm. I should watch There's that some- video, that commercial <laughs> again. That actually seems like a good way to solve this controversy. Honestly. Yeah. You can solve racism and the yeah, mystery of, of Kendall's hand. hand. Yeah. Because I think that, that what people get frustrated about is they're just like, why do you have so many Photoshop fails when you Photoshop every single picture and you have like professional teams like working on it. So why, like this should be happening to us plebs that are like face tuning our, like ourselves on our little phones. Right. So I guess we'll never know. But again, they kept like, I haven't talked about the Kardashians on like two weeks on this podcast and they just, you know, found a way back in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They truly did. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. So this is the part of the show where Donnie's going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. Who are you nominating this week? I am nominating Shakira. Yes. Because... Oh, my God. I I really hope this is what I think it is. I'm sure it is. On Valentine's <laughs> Day, she so her and her ex-husband are separating or they were either together I don't know if they're married but they're separating because Mm -hmm. she found out this is just background information but this is petty in itself um she came home and saw that her favorite jam in the refrigerator was half eaten (laughs) and she knows that her husband or the spouse whatever doesn't eat jam so she knew Mm -hmm. he had another woman over and she was eating the jam so they're separating now on valid that's all he found himself in a jam. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. See you next year. <laughs> so on Valentine's Day, she posted a video of herself mopping on Instagram. And the music over it was Kill Bill by SZA. And the lyrics are, I might kill my ex. Not the best idea. His new girlfriend's next. How'd I get here? And that's it. That's the whole video. I think that is phenomenal. I have the chills talking about it. I'm giddy. I have a smile on my face like it's Christmas. Threatening (laughs) to kill. (laughs) Threatening murder. (laughs) It's just brilliant. (laughs) Yeah, I completely Uh, agree. And she was like mopping, but like it was like a rug or something. (laughs) She didn't even like bother to move the set around like no fake blood on the floor just truly a mop on a rug in her kitchen yeah Yeah. the intention was good production value like could could be worked yeah she must go to the same post-production people the kardashians go to (laughs) exactly i like to think that like 
an idea struck her and she was like, I know what yeah. to do. And she couldn't even be bothered to like run out and like get cleaning supplies. She's like, no, no, this will do. I need to post this immediately. <laughs> yeah. She is really, I feel like doubling down on the Gerard PK stuff because I didn't know her as like a petty person prior to no. I guess they were together for like over a decade so <laughs> she didn't like air his dirty laundry but now she's just like going in I love it <laughs> so good mm-hmm. yeah it's so okay. good mm-hmm. all over jam yeah, all <laughs> over jam you know what we should get her on the Kendall Jenner case because clearly she talk about Olsen and Olsen mystery like she knows how to solve one <laughs> yeah you're right seriously she clearly like she like i don't know did she do you think she set a trap like do you think she put the jam in there oh. and like you know you take a picture <laughs> like, yeah. it's at this, she drew with a yeah, sharpie it's at this level and like when i came back two weeks later it was lower like <laughs> yeah or do you think it was like happenstance that she like i don't know i don't know i hope that it was kind of like purposeful that she did this set him up to fail it honestly would have been even equally as iconic if she just was like going about her business, making her like, you know, morning jam toast. And she like picked it up and she's like, wait a second, this feels lighter. <laughs> yeah, like she wasn't she even intending like... to catch him and she just knew in her yeah. heart, her spirit, her soul. Yeah. 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 I don't picture her or any celebrity being jam people. Mm-mm. I don't know. Like, I hope she gets a. I hope she gets a, uh, a sponsorship. A Super Bowl commercial would have been so great with her. Oh my god! Oh my yes, god. that would have been so topical. <laughs> yes, yes. Smuckers or yeah, should have jumped on <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> oh god. my god, that would have been amazing. Ask fully receive, and so it is. Please, <laughs> universe. Okay, let's wrap up with This Week in Petty. This is the part of the show where Chelsea is going to share a story about something that happened in her real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week? Well, we were talking before we started recording, and I was like, well, I hope none of my real friends out there are listening to this podcast because I'm about to subtweet them, but... Like I said, petty is really like my state of being, my baseline, my zodiac sign. And I've decided I'm going to start being petty when it comes to communication because I just feel petty about people who are like energy Mm. vampires. Mm. And I have gotten to the point that like I just don't have time to play games in friendships like in friendships i am chaotic i understand i'm working on my communication because i am you can ask donnie i'm the type of person that like i'll either text you 65 times in three minutes or i just will casually ghost you for three days like i'm too relatable it's not a great But I also like I'm a direct person Mm -hmm. and you as my friend should always know like where you stand with me if I have an issue I come to you directly. So I have decided to stop acknowledging passive aggression, which ironically is like my family's (laughs) go to form of communication but like I'm just going to start taking everything and responding at face value like i'm no longer going to read into anything i'm literally going to respond like what you sent me is what you meant so like if i post a picture of me and and some of my friends this is you know may or may not be based on a true story but like if i post a picture of me and some of my friends at a restaurant and another friend who was not invited 
is like butthurt about it. Like they weren't there and they comment like, wow, that looks like fun. I'm no longer going to like spend my time and energy figuring out how to like <laughs> respond and like, and fix their feelings that they really like, if you have an issue, come to me. I'm going to start being like, yeah, it was, it was a great time. delish." So that is my, uh, my new petty thing that I'm doing. Yeah. I'm actually obsessed with that because <laughs> like, I, I get that though, because I feel like I take on that person's like issue that yeah. they have. And then I'm the mm-hmm. one that's like burdened with something that I don't know that you don't have to have. So I love that. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you have an issue, come to me directly and I'll most of the time apologize and like acknowledge I'm the one in the wrong if I am, but like, don't act like you're just don't be passive aggressive yeah. about yeah. it. Just, Tell me what you're thinking. Yeah. So you think that someone was like upset that they weren't invited or something. And then they said something like so much fun. Girlies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, wish this I was is there. a friend I've had. Yeah. This is a friend I've had for like 15 years. So I'm like what, very well versed right, in right, her, right, right. in her passive right. aggression. And I'm just going to start being like, yeah, loved it. You should really have the margs the next time you go. They were delicious. Divine. Yeah, it won't be with time. us, but next yeah. time you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah, tell me about it when you go that's so funny yeah I get that I feel like that's me also at work though too it's Mm. like uh I Mm. feel like lately because I've also been trying to like protect my peace which I know is like like I want to kill myself saying that out loud (laughs) like like, that's so I feel like that's very like LA or something like that and I live very far away from LA but it's like (laughs) I get that. And that I feel like that happens so much at work. And I feel like even mm-hmm. just this week, instead of, yeah, shouldering some of that stuff, I'll just reply to it or ask a question about like, like in a, in a reply instead of, or just moving all, like moving the conversation yeah. forward instead yeah. of then sitting and like, I don't know, feeling shitty for an hour. Yeah. There's too much like actual terrible shit going on Mm -hmm. in the world to like add dealing with somebody else's bullshit onto your plate like that's your bullshit leave it over there I've got enough of my own going on god knows (laughs) you know totally yeah and um like also friends of 15 years like you feel like they should have some comfort level with you to be like hey like what happened here Mm -hmm. like or this made me upset or something like that Yeah. yeah I love that do you do that too Johnny like take on people's I don't know, feelings in passive aggressive ways, I guess. I think I do, but I don't because I I don't know if this is good of me or bad. I feel like it's good for me, but bad because I feel like it is the cultural norm to take on that. Like you're supposed to react to passive aggressiveness like right. that. So then when right. I don't, I feel like I'm the one in the wrong. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, we are all adults here. And even if we weren't, like even as kids, you can still say, <laughs> like you stole my Barbie bitch. Like you can still use your words. <laughs> you don't need to be passive aggressive. So I think, yes, I sometimes fall into it, but I try not to. And when I don't, then I 
feel guilty about it, even though I'm protecting protecting my peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have really good boundaries, though. Like, that's something I've learned from you. And I feel like that's why, I mean, we, you know, threaten, uh, we pretend like we're going to kill each other and sometimes, you know, get quite close every week on our podcast. But like, I think at the end of the day, what makes us work as friends and business partners is that we both are very direct. So like, mm. if I tell you that I hate while you were sleeping, you will directly tell me, bitch, I might murder you during yeah, this recording. She, and I know where we yeah, stand. Yeah, she texted you know? me when she watched while you were while you were sleeping. She texted me and said, I hate this. And I said, well, I went to brunch today. I am drunk. If we record right now like we're supposed to, I will curse you out. And it might be the end of the podcast. So let's wait two hours till I sober up a little bit. And then I can hear the shit talk you have to say about Sandra Bullock. And then it was a great so episode. Weird. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. And that movie, I have to say like again <laughs> Donnie's like what are you gonna say but just like the concept in real life uh, is insane yeah it's nuts but Sandra Bullock can pull anything off so that's why 100%. I allow it and yeah. the nostalgic ties but yeah. if yeah. if you say too many bad things about Sandra Bullock or that movie I will post a video mopping with SZA lyrics yeah. <laughs> you like change the words to co-host and just yeah. that's so funny okay well the, this is um it's also a good reminder just I feel like also you if you don't practice that all the time you just you know can slip into your own ways of yeah, yeah taking that on and stuff yeah yeah for sure but when I'm passive aggressive <laughs> people better feel bad uh-huh. like, <laughs> take on my shit exactly. i'm just not taking on yours 100%. <laughs> okay this was so much fun can you tell the listeners where they can find you your podcast and anything else you want to plug Sure. Yeah. So you can follow me individually on TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram at Real Donnie Wood. And then you can listen to our podcast, I Am the Cute One, a nostalgia podcast, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also follow the podcast on TikTok. And then you can follow me on Instagram at Ono oh Charles. Just follow me there. You'll know pretty quick if you want to unfollow <laughs> or keep following. Just, you know, buckle up. I say mute my stories and then like a bad pop song, I'll weasel my way into your heart and soul. Um, and then did you plug our Patreon? I Daddy? did not. Go for it. So patreon.com slash I am the cute one for all of our uncut, unedited and unhinged <laughs> versions of our shows so it's in audio and video form and we usually record for like an extra 30 ish minutes um that it, it's all over on the patreon and there's a lot of shit that i edit <laughs> out because <laughs> it just has to be behind and bonus episodes there too our glee recap oh and yeah. bonus episodes yeah amazing okay i love that thank you both so much oh for my coming God, thank on the you show. thank you for having us this was so fun And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Chelsea and Donnie for joining me on today's episode. If you want to support the show, you can financially and like emotionally, let's be real, by joining Patreon, patreon.com slash RTPP podcast, where you get a bonus episode, access to our Discord, our book club, fun events, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) it's super super fun or for free for freezies you can subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star rating and review share it with a friend share on your stories 
Share it however you'd like. Shout it from the rooftops. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.